position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number 52 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. This is being recorded for you um, on Friday, October 23rd, 2015. 2015, 10-23. Uh, at 1400 hours uh, Pacific time. You know, also known as 2 o'clock to the likes of you and me. Holy fuck, do we have a huge show for you this week. Um, it is outrageous a lot of stuff has uh been released this week a lot of actually historically significant games um that we're going to be talking about um and uh we got uh tons of steam controller stuff uh for you this week unlike last week like i said i was you know i i didn't want to rush to judgment i did kind of get i did kind of come down on a, a more negative tone than um but it was cautiously negative um, that I have this week. So let's get straight to it. Uh, our top story this week is actually the Steam Controller, um, actually running now in Linux, which, you know, is kind of essential considering that, you know, Valve is like basing their whole, um, Steam OS on Linux. So like, if it doesn't run on Ubuntu, then, you know, you might be, you might have a problem there with, you know, your whole, your whole, uh, game console system that you're like launching and stuff. Um, I'm very pleased to say, 
that uh, with a little bit of UDev tweaking, at least in terms of Ubuntu, I run Ubuntu Mate. Um, Mate, check Mate, mofo. Um, with a little bit of tweaking, uh, nothing that should be too um, outrageous for anyone. Uh, oh, holy shit, that scared the hell out of me. I'm opening up the uh, old browser. You just have to add a UDev role um, to... Uh, where is this? See, um, hang on. Um, it's very simple to do via command line. I do everything from the fucking command line. But anyway, um, <coughs> yeah, um, the problem with it that, you know, that I had, uh, last week, you know, fresh out of the box, I'd only had it for 24 hours, barely that, um, is that, uh, while it's like detected and stuff, it can't pair in Ubuntu, um, and so that, like, you know, basically the broad base of Debian-based systems, but it's, you know, Ubuntu-based systems is very straightforward to fix. It can't pair because it doesn't have the permissions, um, to access the interface, uh, and that's why you add UDEV rules. Um, basically there are, there are two pages that I found. One is on snoo- uh, news.softpedia.com. Just Google how to make the Steam controller work in Linux. Um, and you can find, uh, there's actually an official, on, uh, controller.steampower.com, they actually, somewhere on that page, it's hidden fairly well, or at least it was last time I looked, um, they actually basically have the copy and paste version of, um, how to add the, how to add a rule for, um, Steam Controller so that it, it'll actually pair. Now, all that having been said, this is... We're, this is not really a top story anymore. This is now more like a feature, I guess, um, because that means I've spent the whole week playing with the Steam Controller um, in Linux, and it is fucking awesome. Uh, I uploaded a video to YouTube. Um, it's also on our website, www.bestlinuxgames.com, where I took it from my phone, and I held the controller in front of the phone. So in the foreground, you have, like, my hands on the controller, and then in the background, you have me playing Cryptark. And Cryptark for me was kind of like a, a really good, um, uh, first of all, it's a really good game, but, uh, I wanted to play Cryptark specifically with the Steam controller because it seemed like one of those, um, fairly difficult, um, use cases because Cryptark is, um, it's like a, a free scrolling, uh, mechanized combat game. It's fabulous. Um, with 360 degrees of aim, it's a two-dimensional game. So you have a cursor that, you know, would generally be controlled either by the mouse or by, like, on a traditional controller, on, like, a right thumbstick or whatever. Um, and then you would actually move your ship with left and so, you know, blah. So I thought the Steam Controller versus Cryptarch would be a very good test of, um, the haptic sensitivity and, uh, just overall capabilities of the Steam Controller. And I came away very... Very impressed. Some people have complained about, um, having thumb problems, like thumb cramps or finger cramps and stuff. Um, my, you know, after using the Steam Controller, my experience is 180 degrees the other way. It's, for my hand size, it is absolutely the best controller I've ever held. And furthermore, the sheer range of capabilities, configurations, options, and it's not quite there yet, but you can definitely see how they are doing their damnedest to make it very easy to configure in exotic configurations. Um, you know, like, uh, 
There's there tw- over 22 clickable buttons on this on on this controller. That doesn't even include like the pads. That's that, those aren't directions. Those are just clickable buttons. Um, I really really like the um the 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 big show the big deal though and the biggest fear for me about the steam controller apart from getting it working was that the haptic um you know right thumb pad would suck it does not suck it's very good it, it does require more or less tuning depending on the game that you're playing um and my controller at large actually kind of had a pronounced break in period um where basically the um the pads that the 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 haptic input the haptic input disc pads that replace you know traditional either your d-pad or they're basically two digital d-pads that you require no pressure to actually operate um my pads had to break in like there was a really weird like the first you know four or five hours there was a really weird creakiness um before like they they got used to being used after that went away it made precision controls with the mouse like you know with like a mouse cursor seem very natural and uh it does take some getting used to um but not much uh and overall it's an incredible piece of hardware um and the sheer amount of versatility for i mean because there's 22 buttons that are pressable the um the the triggers like the throttle like you know like uh, uh like the right and left triggers um actually have a digital button at the back end of the trigger pull and every fucking degree of that trigger pull is completely measured digitally and is sent by the controller to whatever game so like the steam um example of like a great way to use this is like you're in like you know some first person shooter and you go you pull out your gun and you go to aim down the sights like really take an aimed shot so the gun comes up as you're pulling you know back on the trigger it zooms you in progressively, um, and then at the very bottom of the trigger pull, there's actually a button behind there that would that actually would you know in this case in the, in this scenario would make you shoot the gun. Um, they are very precision tuned, very awesome, and uh, all of this combined with the fact that you can basically uh make meta shifts. I don't know exactly what I can't remember what the exact term that Steam uses for these. Um, are, but you can basically, when pressing and holding a specific button, you can shift all of the control surfaces and all of the buttons on the Steam controller into another mode. So, like, if, if you were holding the equivalent of, like, for instance, um, the, uh, the select button on the Steam controller, all of the buttons while you're holding that button down, um, can be mapped to do something different. This is really, really, really cool. Cause this means that, like, my dream of playing City Skylines from my couch, which is a game that requires, you know, a lot of, you know, different uh, keyboard shortcuts, you know, blah, 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 and, you know, is, was designed for use with a mouse exclusively. Um, having, having meta buttons means that you can uh, double, triple, and even go further than that um, in terms of the amount of mappable functionality you can get from the gamepad. Um... 
I, I've really, 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 really been impressed with the Steam controller. Um, I accidentally ended up posting an article to, uh, slantnews.com. Um, if you want, you can probably find that. Uh, I'll try to put a link to it. Um, I thought that I was submitting uh, a pre-publication, um, thing for an editor to review just to make sure that I was getting like their, the way that they wanted their links structured, like if you have hyper hyperlinks in your story. I thought I was submitting a thing for that, but no, it was actually, I just went into the full editorial process on accident, and they ended up posting it. It was not ready for, for, for posting, in my humble opinion, but they cleaned it up a little bit. I'm never reading it. But it talks more about, like, um, the overall implications, uh, both symbolically, technically, and uh, in just, you know, rubber meets the road, real-life, you know, gaming scenarios um, for... Th- that the Steam controller implies. Um, re- realistically, yeah, it was um, it, it was a bit of a bumpy start, and it is not, you know, super... It's not 100% perfect there yet. It's not an Xbox 360 controller. You know, it's not that easy to use, but it's fucking close, and the amount of functionality you get in exchange for that added degree of complexity, um, while some might find it to be a hassle is incredible. I mean, it's it's literally exponential. Um, I, I, I Over the next couple, couple weeks, you know, we'll be talking more about the Steam Controller, and I'll be sharing some of my uh, tips and tricks um, with configuring it for specific games. Okay. Wow, we just spent a lot of time on the Steam Controller, but I thought it was necessary. Um, oh, yeah, so if you look at uh, slantnews.com um, and just search for Steam Controller, um, it's on there if you want to read that. Um Okay, so now to our new and noteworthy, back to business as usual for a brief moment, because we have a huge game this week that is just unbelievable. So many times when I'm preparing for this show, like, you know, either the night before I go, you know, the night before recording, or like, you know, a couple of hours before I sit down in front of the mic, um, so many times I'll be preparing for the show, and I will see a title that totally escaped my radar, and is absolutely mind-blowing. We actually have an historic game this week that's actually going to be... It's actually really important, um, I think, in terms of the history of gaming. And it's a new release, and we will get to that in a brief moment. But first, let's go to... Uh, let's take a look at our first new and noteworthy, which is... Holy shit! Those of you of a certain age, meaning if you're like me and 5,000 fucking years old, I'm 35. So there we go. I finally just said it on the show. I'm 35. I'm 35 fucking years old. Well, when I was 15, around that time, there was Doom, Doom 2, Quake, I think, I think Quake was like maybe a year later. So, and Quake was like the first legit, legit polygon rendered 3D first person shooter. There was Hexen. There was Duke Nukem 3D. And along with those highly vaunted and absolutely pivotal titles in terms of like the history of game development design and uh, computing technology at large, there was another game. And that game was Descent. Descent put you in the cockpit of a of a of a of of a, of a uh, like maintenance 
combat bot that was sent that the premise of the game was that you were sent into um asteroid mining facilities that had for one reason or another were being decommissioned or had gone out of control with security systems and aliens that were you know aliens that were you know either trying to subvert the entire operation and and security systems that saw you just as much as the enemy as you know the uh you know, the actual enemies. Um, and your job was to decommission the entire mine, meaning you're flying through these very tight little tunnels that can sometimes open up into immense caverns, um, facing environmental hazards in zero G, like lava on the ceiling and shit. Um, with a full 360 degree, your ship We'll get to that in a moment, because that's really the defining characteristic of what made Descent Descent, and why no one has ever made a game, at least, there's been like two attempts to rip Descent off, they have failed, because they didn't stick to really, I mean, if you're going to steal, and you're going to steal from the best, then at least steal the best parts of the best from the best, but anyway, so, the, the, the sum total of this game, you know, it was pre-scripted, um, environments where you had to find the i think it was like the core like the reactor core and destroy that and then also fly the fuck out of there which in later levels was easily three times could could be easily three times as difficult as just surviving long enough to get to the core in the first place um in order to accomplish this you had a tremendous variety of weapons um, lasers, all sorts of shit, um, like, just tractor beams and, um, missiles and upgradable lasers, if I remember correctly, um, and you, I, I think you could change your loadout in Descent, but anyway, it doesn't matter, it's, it's not really that important. What was super important was that the way this game was designed and the basic premise that your ship was designed specifically for this task meant that it was the first game that I can recall, and I'm pretty sure it was the first game, to allow a full 360 degree of movement that also allowed for a vertical shift, a vertical, like, you're moving on, like, the y-axis, like, so you would be able to strafe up and down, almost like a helicopter, um, but while also being able to roll your entire ship on its x-axis so like you could flip upside down while moving straight up or straight down and in these mining tunnels and in these mining facilities having a perspective of what is happening was just as managing this kind of ability to you know, like, basic, because like, traditionally in, like, a flight simulator, even, like, space simulators prior to Descent, generally the, the flight model is that the front of your ship is being propelled forward by, you know, some form of propulsion system that's operating at the back of the ship. This is, you know, like, your basic flight simulator, X-Wing, um, what do you call it, um, Wing Commander, blah. So what that basically necessitated is 
is a is a style of control and a play style that didn't allow for this vertical shifting and also when I say vertical shifting, I mean like vertical strafing, like where you're like just like a helicopter, you can go up and down, but also while being able to roll your ship, um, you know, 360 degrees on its side, and also allowed for l- legitimate. Um, x-axis, so like, you know, going from right to left, strafing at the same time. So you could be vertically and horizontally strafing while rolling and also maintaining straight-up control of where the front of your cockpit is facing. This is a first-person, it's almost like a flight simulator, um, a science fiction-based flight simulator. So like you, if, 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 if you're, I know this sounds like it's a lot to envision in terms of like, you know, through the magic of radio, but if you're following me here, imagine strafing to the right. So, you know, you're moving on, you're moving facing one direction to your right, like sidestepping while also strafing up. So now we're going at like a diagonal, um, to the right and up strafing, also keeping our same, you know, focus point being straightforward. Then imagine also being able to do that while rolling the ship, turning the ship on its side. So now we're moving up and to the right um, along the same plane while also being flipped upside down and rotating around blah with the, the cockpit still pointing at, you know, whatever wall we were facing originally. Now also imagine being able to do that while physically turning the ship so that it's almost like, it's not like you're strafing at all. It's, you're still going up and diagonally to the right, but your actual point of view is no longer straight at a wall. It's now wherever you want it as you turn the ship, basically like a uh, front end to back end, kind of the opposite of uh, rolling the ship. You know, you're basically rolling the ship forwards while also rolling the ship sideways while strafing up and strafing to the right. And you can do this, you know, on all axes, on all axes. I think that's basically right. Um, this meant that this totally unique way of controlling, um, a ship with these kind of totally never before seen uh, capabilities was what really made Descent, um, so special. That and the fact that its graphics were absolutely astonishing. Um, the sequel even more so. I can't remember if there was a third game, but, uh, about five games, five, five years or so after the original Descent, uh, they blew the whole fucking thing open and created Descent Free Space, which was an entirely new approach, um, to, uh, uh, large scale, um, wing commander-like, um, combat using basically the same um, the same versatile controls and, uh, capabilities of, of the, uh, craft as envisioned in the Descent universe in open free space. So, anyway, all of that is almost 20 years ago. Descent was one of my favorite games of all time, by the way, and an absolutely underestimated, I think, under-talked about, um, technical achievement uh, and design achievement, um, of its age, well, guess what? Yesterday, on October 22nd, 2015, holy shit, 
Descent Underground, a game that I didn't even know or remember really was even in development. I might have heard a rumor some years ago about it. Yesterday, Descent Underground went into early access as an alpha on Steam, and it runs Linux. This is a full, complete, one-to-one sequel to the last time there was a Descent game was 1999. This is the 2016 fucking version of Descent, and it is incredible. It is everything that you would hope, you know, from an alpha. It's been almost 20 years. The graphics are unbelievable. The level design and architecture, which was like basically the super hallmark and one of the most challenging and interesting things to to manage in Descent, because um, you because in in this in this kind of control surface, you can be attacked from every possible conceivable angle, from tiny tunnels that you can't even really see, and that are blocked. And there's all this mining equipment and lasers and shit. All of this is once again for the first time since 1999 back back in play baby uh, as their as their recent update page on their store page says recent updates October 22nd welcome to the mines <laughs> we love the fact that you've decided to take this journey with us as we bring back descent and blast it into the future and after having spent only like you know 30 minutes with um, this alpha, Oh my god, it is so, it so totally lives up to its reputation. It's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. Now, you will need a controller for this game. Um, and next week, after I have some time, you know, later on today and, you know, the, the coming days, um, to get more in depth with, uh, the, the Steam controller and remapping it for Descent Underground, um, I'll share my tips and tricks with you that way but you especially if you've never played descent before if you're too young or if you missed it um because it did occur at a weird interstitial moment in um right in between like the major um touch touchstones that uh, a lot of people um were game history buffs and who lived through it um recall like you know like doom 2 dark forces Duke Nukem 3D, Quake. It was in between all of that stuff was Descent, and it was possibly the most technically, um, the biggest technical achievement out of all of those, with the exception of um, Dark Forces, because that was actually the first game that used real 3D um, environments where, you know, you had, um, where you could have, like, uh, a tunnel on top of another tunnel. Prior to Dark Forces, um, everything had to be, exist on the same, um, you could have things that were higher or lower, but you couldn't have something that was, you couldn't have, a, like, a layer above the map. Anyway. So, Descent Underground. I mean, holy shit, can you tell that I, I, I almost lost my shit? Um, there. Center Underground came out yesterday. It runs great on Linux. It's 17% off now through October 29th at $24.89. Um, but especially if you, if you're too young or you just missed Descent, go to the Steam Store page and watch their first video. 
which I mean, it didn't just give me goosebumps. Like, I mean, I got, I, you know, like, I got a little choked up at one point. Um, cause it's, <laughs> it's so awesome. Um, and it goes through, like, in, you know, two minutes and 35 seconds, the history of Descent and shows you what the new reality of it is. And it is just in- incredible. It is fucking gorgeous. And I can't wait to see what they what they do with it and like i said it's in alpha it's in an it's in alpha alpha and it's available as early access but it plays um so check out descent underground so okay that's our first newman noteworthy man we're gonna run long today i'm sorry but fuck it it's worth it um it's not every day that i get to talk about a game that i waited 20 years for a sequel to (laughs) and i had no idea that like this was actually actively being pursued so this came out of the blue for me i'm just you know humdrum looking for well what are we going to feature on the show today apart from like you know some couple a couple of things that i had you know mapped out i wanted to see what was you know new and like this wait descent what (laughs) so yeah that's pretty exciting Check out Descent Underground. Okay. Now, uh, our next new and noteworthy is kind of similar to Descent Underground, but this game is not in early access. At least I don't think it's in early access. I think it is out of early access. Yeah, it's it's complete launch. It, this is Voxel Blast, which came out October 22nd, yesterday, um, as a full release. Um, Voxel Blast is kind of like Descent crossed with um just the most insane um voxel based cell shaded visuals here's what we're, here's what they have to say let's uh turn on a video here oh man i'm still getting chills from descent man okay so voxel blast is a game where you control a spaceship traveling across complex 3d environments finding enemies in cages uh, set to trap them with you. That is like one of the worst pieces of copy I've ever read outside of um, everyone to get from street and like the good old days of Ingridge. Navigate as fast as you can through the level to reach the beacons or risk facing squads of enemies already waiting for you. Uh, use your weapons to destroy them, etc. This has a really interesting um, hyper techno art style um, in like a a third person, uh, space shooter kind of sense, kind of reminds me of Killer 7 a little bit. Um, anyway, so this is Voxel Blast, V-O-X-E-L-B-L-A-S-T. It came out yesterday. So far, there's only been one review. It's been positive. Um, now through October 29th, it's 20% off, uh, $9.59. So check that out. Now, talk about bur- n- unburying the lead. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I started talking about a new and noteworthy that was like, Ended up only, ended up not yet being out, and then also ended up looking like it was not going to support Linux. This is the Sword Co- Sword Coast Legends, uh, by, uh, the officially licensed um, by Dungeons and Dragons, Wizards of the Coast, um, Hardcore Rules, um, Baldur's Gate esque uh, sequel that features. All of the latest and greatest in terms of, like, display technology and stuff like that. Like, I mean, watching the video for this, it's got, like, just crazy, crazy. This is, you know, an isometric role-playing game. Um, people have been... Oh, yeah, and so I, I I noticed it, and then I realized that it wasn't out yet, and then also that they had no plans. They had nothing on their page about it ever coming to Linux. Well, uh, earlier this week, guess what? It's out and available for Linux. It uh, runs on Ubuntu just fine. Um... I haven't 
purchase it yet because it's a little expensive. Um, it's $39.99, and I'm not really in the mood for another Baldur's Game-esque, like, you know, um, game. At least not right now. Maybe later. Maybe if I hit for Kino or something, I'll, uh, I'll pick this up. I'm definitely going to end up playing it eventually. But what's interesting is that, uh, so far, this came out on October 19th, 2015, and so far the user reviews are mixed at 593 reviews, which is pretty interesting because normally, like, you see mixed reviews, for like either there aren't a lot of people who have like weighed in with uh, a review opinion on through the Steam um through Steam yet. Like, you know, like there's only five reviews and two of them are bad and three of them are good. Um but this is a five hundred and ninety-three review base. Normally at this point you would see a pronounced tilt either towards, oh, this game is you know, like thumbs down or you know, uh or thumbs up. Because 593 people, generally, it's kind of difficult to find 593 people who break down 50-50, at least throughout the way that Steam um, does its ratings and, and allows people to participate in this. Um, it's kind of interesting to see it split kind of straight down the middle, um, and especially by people who have um, actually logged... Uh, the reviews that are up there, most recent reviews that are up there right now aren't the ones that I was looking at three days ago or two days ago or whatever. Um, but, uh, it seems like a lot of people have logged a lot of time already in this and a lot of, it's a reform, uh, informed opinion. I haven't played it yet. I'm kind of excited to play it because it looks just incredible and I love Baldur's Gate. Um, I, one of the major things that's kept me from actually buying it, in all honesty, is that Baldur's Gate was so fucking hard, and, like, the sequels to it, um, like, anything that actually runs by Wizards of the Coast rules, like, actual Dungeons and Dragons, uh, game logic, like, you know, the actual tabletop game, um, rule set, any digitization of that, that, uh, Wizards of the Coast, whatever, um, Baldur's Gate, Sword Coast Legends, whatever, has, uh, has implemented of it is always really fucking hard. And I'm not in the mood for a really hard game right now. But anyway, um, check it out. That's, uh, Sword Coast Legends runs on Linux, which I'm, we gotta give them a round of applause. Good job, guys. Good job for actually supporting Linux out of the box. I was very disappointed that week when I thought that they weren't gonna have it. Um, it's $39.99. Then, speaking of finally in our new and noteworthy, yeah, we'll have to just like, you know, breeze through the deals. I'm, I'm, we're not even going to get, be able to get to like, uh, the feature I had planned for this week, which was a what I'm playing of Cryptarch, Mad Snowboarding, and Not a Hero, but we'll have to save that for some other time. Um, another game that I have waited and watched and drooled at and lusted after and wished would come to Linux, please come to Linux for seemingly for fucking ever. Is Broforce. B-R-O-F-O-R-C-E. When evil threatens the world, the world calls on Broforce, an underfunded, overpowered paramilitary organization dealing exclusively in excessive force. Brace your loins with up to four players to run and gun as dozens of different bros and eliminate the terrorist forces that threaten the free world. This is like Metal Slug on fucking crack cocaine. Out of control, and finally, finally, Broforce is now available for Linux. Unfortunately, I mean, seriously, you gotta go get this game, like, right now. If you like Metal Slug, if you like side-scrolling shooters, if you like, um, 
I mean, just, just, just go look at it. You'll just shit your pants. Um, user reviews overwhelmingly positive. Right now, they, they say that the release date was October 15th, 2015. But no, Broforce has been, Broforce has been in early access or has been made available through Steam in one form or another since long before this fucking show ever started over a year ago. And now, October 15th, 2015, Broforce is available for Linux. The fucking, multiplayer insane shooter is now finally available for Linux. Like, I mean, my week cannot get much fucking better than this. And Descent Sequel and Bro Force is here. Now, this comes with one caveat. I have, I run multiple displays and I'm not sure if that's like actually my problem or, cause a lot of people seem to be having issues with this in terms of, uh, those who, of us who've been trying to run it on Linux, especially the last two days. It seems like they may have, uh, pushed an update to the Bro Force, um, package that is basically broken it for a, it makes the game cut makes the game non-playable for a lot of us linux users but i have every faith i mean it only took them over a year and a half to fucking come out oh yeah by the way um to give you an idea of how long broforce has been around in one form or another on steam even though like ostensibly it came out on october 15 2015 it has 9,112 reviews, overwhelmingly positive, but over 9,000, almost 10,000 people have played Broforce, a game that has no marketing behind it, so that should give you an idea of how long Broforce has been kicking around on Steam. Now it's available for Linux, I can't get it to work yet, but blah, it includes a level editor, it's got uh, multiplayer, local co-op, um, I think it has online fucking four-player co-op, um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's the Cadillac of side-scrolling Contra Metal Slug, um, style, uh, retro shooters. It, it, it looks like nothing has ever been made that is this lovingly assembled, painstakingly designed, hilarious and insane. So, Broforce, it's 15 bucks. I can't get it to run, but go check it out. Um, and once I do get it to run, you can, Bet your fucking bottom dollar that that we'll be running a feature on it, um, you know, sometime in the next, you know, few weeks. So to recap, we had Descent Underground. First time in 20 fucking years, man. Oh my God. Descent Underground. Descent returns to modern computing. Um, Descent Underground. Uh, and we had Voxel Blast, which is an independently developed, uh, kind of, um, tripped out, you know, Candy Raver, um, third person flying space game hallucinogenic shooter. And we had, uh, Sword Coast Legends, the, uh, Wizards of the Coast like licensed Dungeons and Dragons, um, next iteration of, you know, basically their Baldur's Gate, um, and that other game that, like, just came out like a year ago that I can't remember the name of, but whatever. I didn't play it because. Look hard. Um, Sword Coast Legends, and then Broforce, B-R-O-F-O-R-C-E, side-scrolling, um, Contra-like, Metal Slug, cartoon, fucking shooter, run-and-jump, run-and-gun, alien, exploding, fucking knife-throwing, blood-splattering, insane multiplayer chaos. Broforce. So... That brings us to everyone's favorite segment of the show, the deals. Oh my God, we're at 40 minutes. Ivor is 
crack producer Ivor Molina is what is literally it was that paint or or uh, or paint thinner. He's he's giving me thumbs up on both. He's got a delicate cocktail of uh testers, glue, paint thinner, and uh looks like a Oh yeah, he's riding the Krylon train. Looks like he's giving Robocop a blowjob with the inhalants. Huffing that out of a paper bag in horror at how long we've gone so far this week. So I guess we'll do the deals sans music. We only have four deals for you, but they are really good. Um, Ivor is giving me thumbs up. Yeah, he does look exactly like, he just put, he just pulled the bag away from his face. I could see him from, through the control booth window. Yeah, he's got that, that, so he looks like he gave Robocop a blowjob. Kenny Powders. Okay, so obscure <laughs> references. Let's have some whiskey. Cheers to Descent. Descent Underground. I cannot fucking believe it. Cheers. We haven't had any whiskey yet this show. Here we go. Mm. There we go. I'm going to light a cigarette. Mm. Alright, we gotta power through this. No deals music this week. Here are this week's deals. First of all, Dirt Showdown, um, which is a third-person um racing game with a tremendous damage engine. It's an older game. Let's see, D-I-R-T Showdown. Um, w- uh, b- also one of the cooler things about it is that um it has some of the most it, well it had some of the most innovative um social networking integration like it integrates is one of the first games i can remember that ever integrated directly with youtube and shit um it has uh, like eight player um online and local multiplayer um and blah it came out it's an older game it came out may 23rd 2012 but now i had no excuse to Continue to avoid playing Dirt Showdown, which is like, um, it's, it's, uh, Destructo Derby racing, um, Havoc kind of game. Jumpy, uh, flippy, um, car explodey, parts flying everywhere kind of game. No weapons, unfortunately. Um, definitely an action arcade racer. You no longer have any excuse to avoid this game because right now, through October 26th, Dirt Showdown is 80% off from $14.99 to $2.99. So I picked this up this morning and I booted it up and it looks fucking great. Um, and it plays like a dream. Really fun. Uh, for $3, you are never going to be able to buy a game that looks this good for $3. Um, just from a technical, if you want to benchmark, literally the Pharonics testing suite, um, cause I, you know, my new, my new system is all built and everything. So I, I put, I've been putting it through the paces of Pharonics. Um, Pharonics, one of the, um, I can't remember one of uh, what they call them. One of the, uh, like classes of tests are like 52 of them for Linux. Um, one of the batteries of tests actually, downloads the free demo of dirt showdown and uses that to benchmark your uh your 3d your your, your gpu so that's how good this game looks that should give you an idea for three dollars you're not going to get any better than this in terms of like you know blah um so yeah that's dirt showdown 80 percent off two dollars 99 cents now through october 26th now the exact opposite end of the spectrum let's go back to side scrolling um 1987 style uh Insanely difficult, um, arcade platformers. 
Volgar the Viking, one of the single hardest games I've ever played on Steam, and one of the games that, like, I have the hardest time ever turning off, because, like, it's so much fun. It's just, like, Rastan and fucking all of, like, you know, those three, those three years where, like, every, where Conan was really big, and every, every, like, other year there was, like, another barbarian-based side-scrolling, you know, platformer in the arcades. Um... Volgar the Viking, uh, V-O-L-G-A-R-R, the Viking, is, oh my god, a steal, um, now through October 26th, at 75% off, at $2.49. So if you like side-scrolling platformers, and you like getting punished by a game that just, like, hits you because you fucking cry, I mean, like, I've never beaten the first level of this game, and I've logged over, like, three hours, I think, playing it. So that's Volgar the Viking. Definitely, definitely worth checking out. Speaking of fucking punishingly hard, the, um, inst- in- insane uh, sensory overload, um, fucking acid trip overwhelming, uh, uh, light and sound show that is Zenzizenzik, Z-E-N-Z-I-Z-E-N-Z-I-C, a game that I promised myself I would never pronounce, uh, on this show ever again after it was originally released. Um, it's a top-down, um, retake on, like, basically, um, not a space shooter, but more like Galaga. If Galaga involved computers from the future in terms of, like, what it renders, it is totally overwhelming game. I paid full price for it, and I probably only spent 30 minutes playing it, because the game is impossible. It's, like, I'm too old for this shit, because it just completely overwhelms your, your, your visual cortex. Like, you cannot process what the fuck is happening in Zenza Zenzik. It is something that must be seen, though. And especially at, the, at right now, it's 50% off at $4.99 now through October 26th. I can't remember Zenza Zenzik ever going on sale prior to this, so... I thought it was a unique opportunity for those who might have missed it to pick it up. Also, our final deal, Fist Puncher, which is um, an 8-slash-16-bit uh, hybrid homage to, um, like, the Streets of Rage uh, style of fighting games, but uh, taken out of the arcade and moved back a couple of years into, like, kind of a pseudo-NES, um, like, River City uh, Ransom kind of era. Fist Puncher... Which was another title that, like, I, you know, just avoided getting for so long, because I'm like, ah, oh, that looks kind of cool, but, you know, fuck. Is now 75% off, $2.49, now through October 26th. So go pick those up. Uh, in reverse order, we had Dirt Showdown, 80% off, $2.99, October 26th. Volgar the Viking, 75% off, $2.49, October 26th. Zenzizenzik, Z-E-N-Z-I-Z. E-N-Z-I-C. Fuck you, Adult Swim, for fucking naming this game Zenza Zenzik. Like, you have no idea how many times, like, every time I read the, every time I see the, the, the name Zenza Zenzik on any page, I consciously have trained myself to go Zenza Zenzik in my head, knowing that one day it would go on sale and I'd have to fucking bring it up in the deal section of this show. Zenza Zenzik, 50% off, $4.99, now through October 26th. And then finally, Fist Puncher, 75% off, $2.49, October 26th. Um, and then our new note where these one more time, Descent Underground is here and it runs on fucking Linux. Go look it up and fucking seriously consider buying it. You will need a controller of some sort to play that game, especially, 
uh, I would highly recommend um, a higher end, uh, either gamepad or actually possibly a flight stick, because there's a lot of shit that needs to be remapped in order to play that game uh, appropriately. Then we had Voxel Blast, um, Sword Coast Legends, get your RPG on, and Bro Force. Awesome. I think that does it for us this week. We almost did a double fucking episode. one of the longest episodes of this show. But man, oh boy. Yeah, I can't, you know, like, it's only been 20 years. So what? <laughs> you know, 20 years since Descent. Man. And we had the Steam Controller. So catch us uh, next week, um, every Saturday. Or look us up on uh, the interwebs at www.bestlinuxgames.com where you can see our videos and uh, subscribe to our, you know, uh, to, to the actual um podcast RSS feed. Um, you can also find us on SoundCloud, which is the preferred way um, I would like it if you know, blah. But if, if you want to subscribe with a podcatcher or you can find us on iTunes or iDevices, just, uh, click on the link, like open up your iDevice, like your iPad or your iPhone. Um, open up our www.bestlinuxgames.com and, uh, click on the, uh, alternate link to add that shit to your fucking podcast list and it'll automatically download to your device every week. Oh boy. What a show. Cheers guys. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.